Broken Bulbs is a proud member of the Create Fine and is produced by Mecco Radio. Uh, making sure you've got people coming along, so you have to do advertising, all of those sort of things that go around a business. And it is something that you can't just sit on a shelf, generally, can't sit on a shelf for six months and then pick it up and expect it to be in the same spot as it was six months ago. Whereas a hobby, you don't have to do a hobby every day. You could literally, I have hobbies that I do in winter and I don't do in summer and vice versa. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I am joined once again for the third time by Billy McLean. Now, of course, Billy is not the only person to join me three times, but she's one of my favorite guests, so I'm very pleased. She's the author of Little Ideas, Big Business, the five-step formula to turn your ideas into a business. If you want to hear more, Billy, you can go back to episodes 92 and 51 of Broken Bulbs. But despite being a three-time guest on Broken Bulbs, she also failed to turn her hobby into a business. That's coming up after the break. Real quick request before we get into today's show. If you could go and leave us a kindly or, I guess, hurtful review wherever you listen to your podcasts that would be amazing and if your podcatcher doesn't allow you to do that you can click the first link in the show notes it'll take you right to Podchaser, which is like an imdb for podcasts you can drop us a review there let us know what you think we'd love to hear about it it helps people find us and it makes us feel warm and fuzzy enjoy the show billy mclean Ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I guess I am. (laughs) You're like, I showed up here today, so hopefully (laughs) I got to be. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So we're going to talk about you taking a hobby and thinking this will be fantastic and turning it into a business. Do you want to walk us through uh, your mindset getting started on this adventure? Yeah, so for... For quite a few years, um, I have, well, actually for my whole life, I have enjoyed gardening, growing vegetables, you know, teaching people about uh, pruning fruit trees and um, how to how to grow their own vegetables without using a whole heap of nasty chemicals, um, soil prep, all of those sort of things. Like it's just something that I grew up doing. We I grew up on a farm and our veggie patches probably was probably larger than most people's backyard, um, and we had lots of fun out there and and did lots of um, grew lots of food for our for our family, and um, on the as as I you know, in the last few years I've also started making um, natural products um, from product uh, items you have in your kitchen, and using essential oils and other bits and pieces. Um, so that you didn't have to go buy expensive stuff with chemicals in it. I decided that, well, if I make this and people were asking me about it, why not share that with the world? And so I started doing um, workshops with um, DIY products. I started doing workshops um, with gardening um, to teach people and people were interested. And um, I had people coming and it was all good fun. But what I also realised is that, um, the reason that I enjoyed, especially enjoyed doing the gardening is that was my space where I did a lot of my thinking and my alone time and my that was my space to unwind and relax. 
And when I started doing the workshops, the thing that I really enjoyed about gardening, which was the relaxing, there was no time limit. You can be in the garden for as long as you like or as short as you like. Those things were not the things that then sort of translated across into the business. And there was now schedules, there was now costs involved and you had to make sure, you know, the, the things like if you're doing a business, you need to make money. <laughs> if you're going backwards in money with, with money in your business all the time, that's not going to be very sustainable. <laughs> so there was a lot of things when you, when I took the, the gardening, especially from a hobby into a business that I just didn't enjoy. Do you think that this would apply to every hobby? Like, is it possible for you to take some hobby and turn it into a business and find even more joy in it? Or do you, has this kind of soured your idea of, you know, turning the hobby into your job? Yeah, I, I definitely think there is a space for turning hobbies into business, especially in the artistic space. There are some amazing artists who love to teach and they have got brilliant knowledge and and when I say artist I mean artists in a very broad term not just artists with a paintbrush or artists that draw um, but artists who do a wide variety of crafts um, that you just need to be aware of what a business is versus a hobby like a business is something that you need to be aware of as I said costs time um, and uh, making sure you've got people coming along so you have to do advertising all of those sort of things that go around a business and it is something that you can't just sit on a shelf generally can't sit on a shelf for six months and then pick it up and expect it to be in the same spot as it was six months ago whereas a hobby you don't have to do a hobby every day. You could literally, I have hobbies that I do in winter and I don't do in summer and vice versa. So with a hobby, you can do it. You can go, you know, go nuts for a whole week and just smash out a whole heap of stuff and then go, you know, I'm done for the moment and leave it for four weeks. And so you've got a very much more fluid and flexible cycle uh, with a hobby and you're not worried about if, (laughs) you're not worried if you spend say $100 on uh, cord or, or, or wool for, for knitting or whatever it is, if it's your hobby, you, you choose that because you like it. Whereas if it was a business expense, then you if you spend the $100, you're like, well, I need to make more than that to actually justify it. So there becomes a little bit, uh, a, the mindset around a hobby is quite different to the mindset around a business. And you just need to make sure that you understand and choose which realm your passion is in so maybe if somebody decides you know what i love doing this but i would hate to have to calculate and tabulate every little thing so that i know what's going into it so that i can turn it into a feasible business how do you i guess keep a hobby as a hobby i would highly recommend if you want to turn your craft I'm just talking about crafts here in general like um, you it's something that comes on with a skill um, that you've acquired over doing doing the same thing over and over whether it is literally arts and crafts or it, it's something a little bit different is have a think about of what brings you joy and what do you like about it and 
also ask yourself the questions like, how much would I want to be paid to do this when I don't feel like doing this? Or how much would there's kind of with especially with arts and crafts, there's kind of two areas that you can go into, very broad areas again, is the space of selling what you make. Um, so if you're um, if you make jewelry or if you do um, paintings or macrame or whatever it is, you're selling the actual product. The other space is teaching people how to do what you do. And so some artists like one over the other, some artists do both. Um, but have a think about why you do your hobby. And to be honest, not everything needs to be making you money. Like hobbies are there for relaxation um, and for um, stress relief and all of those things to reduce our cortisol levels. And quite often if you make it into a business, some of that, as I said, like what happened with me, is some of that is gone and you may fall out of love with that hobby for a little while. So well, actually one word that you just, um, that you mentioned is the word decide. And I think it's really important to decide whether you want this as a business or whether you want this as a hobby, because as, as I said before, that changes your mindset about, around it. Yeah, and making that decision, I guess it's almost drawing that line in the sand for yourself, right? Being intentional about whether it's a business or a hobby. Of course, at the end of every episode, I leave time for you to brag a little bit and tell us what's working for you now. Obviously, you're not uh, doing so much teaching of gardening and you're kind of letting that be its own little hobby. But what is working? What are you doing and where can we find you? Yeah, so I still, the thing is, I still teach people about gardening. I just don't do it in a paid sense. That's like, it's almost like volunteer work or just helping your friends and we do that all the time anyway with the things that we have skills and knowledge in we always brag or not even brag but tell our friends about or they might ask you about stuff and that's that's still cool so if you decide that it's not a business or you decide you just want it as a hobby you can still do those little things but instead of me teaching a workshop i just might have a friend over and we just do something together and um yeah so you what i what i did actually was write a, a book about how to create to take your ideas and turn them into business it's called little ideas big business the five-step formula to turn your ideas into a business and this is it actually talks about this concept of hobbies versus business and to actually have a, a think about that um, but yeah so that's my book and you can find it on amazon and you can also follow me on instagram at ideas with billy yeah on facebook as well fantastic i'm gonna have links for all of that down in the show notes for people to check out and continue to see what you're all about and so i just want to say one last time thank you very much for joining me no worries. It was a pleasure. And thank you for listening. Billy made a great point about you being able to sort out why you do your hobby. Is it just for fun or would it be nice to make money from it? I like making videos, but almost all my paid work is podcasting because making videos is only fun for me when I feel like doing it. Podcasting, on the other hand, yeah, sure, I'll edit for money. Special thank you to Billy for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out the rest of her work in the show notes, including her book, Little Ideas, Big Business. I've put links to it in the show notes. 
And of course, if you want to hear more Billy on Broken Bulbs, you can tune in to episodes 92 and 51. And you can leave us a review using the first link in the show notes. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.